You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. NXT TakeOver 31. Going to be amazing. Kyle O'Reilly taking on Finn Balor. Johnny Gargano going for the North American title. We're going to talk about that today. We're also talking about how all of a sudden WWE went from you can keep your stuff as long as it's in your name to uh, give it to me, bitch. We're going to get into all that and more this week. Break the ring down. You don't know what hard times are, daddy. Oh yeah. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. You just made the list. This one here is a family. Hey, this is professional wrestler and professional podcaster, Colt Boom Boom Cabana. My name is Killer Cross. This is The Smoke Show, Scarlett Bordeaux. What's up, guys? The After Machine, Brian Cage. This is Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees. Sadly, you are not listening to The Art of Wrestling, but you made a decent choice because you're listening. You are now listening to... And you're listening... And you're listening to... You listen to Breaking Down the Ring. 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 Break it down. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening, you are watching, you are paying attention to the most inappropriate pro wrestling show in the motherfucking world. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring. We are your ring crew. Konek, 19. Just a plain white Z. And me, the all-Mikey one, Mikey himself. Uh, Nick, that's a real nice shirt you got there, brother, as he disappears. As he fucking disappears. Sorry, I'm back. I'm here. Yeah. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? <clears throat> I was going to try and turn on the ambient sound in my AirPods because I have noise canceling on. It's really fucking weird right now. So, oh, look at that. Look at your AirPod Pros. Um, so, so, I was going to get a- AirPods. Which one should I get? Can I get a review? Honestly, if I'm being very honest, whatever one fits yep. you best. That's okay, it because fair. these are these are a little bit larger. Um, the smaller ones, they never the regular AirPods are a little bit smaller. They never really fell out of my ear. Um, these also don't really fall out of my ear, but I love the noise canceling stuff. So gotcha. A, they're a little bit larger. Uh, even at the smallest tip, the smallest uh, tip. The, that's the other thing is this one's adjustable. That's my honest review. Whatever one fits you best, do it. They're both great though. Okay. Yeah, they, they they really are. I mean, the the features the one like the noise canceling stuff, and then I can turn on an ambient sound too, where they act as like a a fucking microphone in my ear, so like everything is amplified. Oh, dig it! Oh yeah, dig it! Um, so yeah, Nick, that's a real nice shirt you got there, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Got that from uh, some dude. Z, you're sitting in uh, Indiana right now, uh, so your yeah. shirt is it's at your sitting house. on my porch. <laughs> <laughs> that, your wife hasn't brought it in yet. <laughs> she, she's not home either. Oh, she's really? up north. I'm I'm down south. Yeah, we're, no one has been home in like ten days. <laughs> <laughs> the spiders are building, bro. Yeah, They're like what? That's Where's cool. everyone at? 
where's everyone at? I get to be a spider. So Another hole everyone, in the wall. everyone has a new shirt. Uh, I, I got everyone's shirt. I made them friend style. And everything it says above Ring Crew, which uh, Nick, if you could show it. They, I guess you can't. Man, you have really bad lighting there. I just realized. Because uh, you can't see the dots. right? But it, it's Ring Crew, sim- very sim- friend style. <laughs> got his spotlight. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love and, and, and this is the best part of talking about this right now is it's 100% uh, anyone who's listening to the podcast is like what the fuck are they talking about okay well you gotta tune in live man 11am Sundays right here uh, on the Facebooks um, but yeah so the shirt says ring crew and above it is like similar to uh, it's friends friends font with the friends dots and above it is similar to how the friends episodes are titled so Nick. Yours says, "Sweet." Mine the, says, "Dude." <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to have Nick tell me what his said rather oh, than just show it. The one with the hand. Oh yeah, why? Boom! <laughs> I love how the background was like making your arm disappear in that too. Like, yo, it's literally just a hand, bro. <laughs> Z, yours is really good. Uh, Walt got his. Uh, his says the one with the turntables. Uh, oh, Smitty's, nice. Nice. yeah. Smitty says the one with inaccuracies. Uh, I guess I'll just the tell one with inaccuracies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine says the one with the dad jokes. Because let's be very honest, I drop those puns in as much as I can. Uh, and Z, you'll what? just have to wait till you get home to see yours. <laughs> This is bullshit. <laughs> the one with the garden. <laughs> Mikey's like, uh, close. <laughs> or dead the fuck on. Solid. <laughs> 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 Well, that's what it was. I was like, it had to be something to do with that. But I was like, man, I can't. I can, but I'm not going to uh, make it directly about right. you know, your garden, right? But it is that what your garden is. Just it's a garden. It's definitely a. But yeah, that was dead on. It's exactly what it says. So we got some stuff to get into today. Uh, a lot of people mad at WWE right now. A lot of people saying that they're going a little bit far, uh, especially, you know, former presidential candidates like Andrew Yang has been real critical of WWE before. And even uh, again, now WWE had released a thing saying, look, man, all of your third party stuff, you got to go through us with it. Right. And I guess that kind of, I'm not going to argue that it makes sense because it does. This is WWE. They want their stuff. Uh, They are promoting a business. You know, it's just like anybody else and how they handle themselves when they're a very um, prominent public part of a business is you want people to handle themselves in a certain way uh, to not. Oh, there he is. David, his shirt says the one with inaccuracies. <laughs> it's so accurate. I know <laughs> it's so inaccurate that it's inaccurate. Um, so yeah, WWE is talking about uh, they. You know, uh, we're 
taking over your third party accounts. And again, anyone in the public eye of a company is expected to behave a certain way. There was a time when the NBA was like, look, man, if you guys are going to walk around and stuff, you're going to be on the sideline. You have to wear suits. You have to, we're doing this to, to show a certain level of professionalism and decorum. You have to uh, conduct yourself in a certain way. WWE is wanting that now as well out of cameo and Twitch. I mean, there's been times where AJ Styles answering questions on Twitch and it's like, yeah, but you're kind of putting down people in the business, you know, and granted it's your name and you have all the rights to your name that you own, but you're conducting business as a public figure of us. So I get that WWE is doing this. I understand that they are doing this, but the problem is, is WWE is doing this in a way where it's not rewriting old, uh, not where they're, hey, we're renegotiating as part of renegotiations and new contracts coming in. This is stuff that we're also going to take part in. No, they're kind of forcing the talent that currently have things that have built things up on their own that now their social media has to be WWE's, run through WWE um, to the point where WWE is getting all the money for it. Uh, and they'll pay something on the back end for it. So here's thing: two articles uh, from Wrestling Inc. I'll read off, and then we'll discuss it. Uh, the first one is about their Twitch accounts. Uh, this, make sure that they, oh, first one's actually, uh, yeah, t- the Twitch accounts. Uh, on October 1st, Wrestling Inc., uh, you can go to WrestlingInc.com, uh, they, re- they put this story out. Uh, Wrestling Inc. has learned that Vince McMahon sent an email to talent this week reminding them that they have until this Friday, October 2nd, uh, to sever any unauthorized business relationships with third parties. It was noted that talent who failed to comply could be fined, suspended, or terminated. As Wrestling Inc. first exclusively reported in its September, McMahon issued an edict instructing talent that they can no longer engage with third parties. The company later clarified the edict, stating the talent could maintain Twitch and YouTube accounts under their real names. However, they would still need to inform the company of those accounts. Wrestling Inc. has also learned that talent were told this week that the company will be taking control of their Twitch accounts in four weeks. WWE will own those accounts. However, talent will receive a percentage of the revenue, which counts against their downside guarantees. Uh, Former Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang openly criticized the edict when it was first revealed last month and said that he would take action if Joe Biden were to be elected president. Yang spoke with Wrestling Inc. recently about why he feels that WWE has been able to get away with some of their labor practices. Quote, A lot of it is that wrestlers are afraid to speak out, and I've had wrestlers past and present reach out to me and say that Vince has been getting away with exploitation of wrestlers, calling them independent contractors while controlling their activities for years and years. A lot of it is just that they are a quasi-monopoly, and wrestlers fear that if they do try to unionize or organize in any way that Vince doesn't like, that will never work again. Uh... The next one is regarding their cameos from Wrestling Inc. As Wrestling Inc. first exclusively reported on Thursday, WWE is taking control of talent's Twitch accounts in four weeks. This includes talent with with accounts under their real names. WWE will own those accounts. However, talent will receive a percentage of the revenue, which counts against their downside guarantees. WWE is also having talent sign agreements to turn over their cameo accounts. Below are some of the key points from the agreement sent to talent. 
excuse me, talent affirmed that WWE is their authorized representative. Talent authorized Cameo to make all payments and any other compensation to WWE. Cameo will not be made a party in any dispute between the talent and WWE. The authorization can be canceled at any time if only if the account is canceled. As previously reported, uh, now nah, that's just the same stuff that I just read. Um, as of this writing, WWE is only taking ownership of Twitch and Cameo accounts. So, Z, I'm going to start with you because you're one of the people who understands contracts and everything better than uh, me. Um, and I, <laughs> Well, no, like I think I have a good understanding, but then I speak to you about things like this and I'm like, oh, much more clarity. So I want to start off with you. Uh, obviously, it's not that WWE wants to do this. It's that WWE is deciding to do it after people have already made the, these accounts popular and made quite a few bucks on it. I mean, how Big E was running on Cameo for like 150 bucks. You'd have to pay to get Big E to do something for you. Uh, we had uh, Luke Gallows from Cameo, um, <clears throat> Doc Gallows, and he's obviously in uh, Impact now, but his cost, his cost is 50 bucks, right? You got to assume that minus whatever Cameo takes out of that, the rest of the money goes to, ca- to the talent doing the work. So if people are going, hey, I want Big E to do this, and it's 125 bucks, and Cameo takes 10%, so that's $12.50. Um, that would mean that the rest of the money goes to Big E. But now it seems like WWE is like, no, you're paying us and we'll give you the percentage. Like it's just a bigger percentage that they're taking away from the talent to do this. But again, it's not like they're doing it with new contracts or re, uh, uh, when, when they re-sign somebody, they are making people do it now, regardless of what your contract is stated. So Z, talk a little bit about that. My my biggest issue with this whole thing is the fact that it goes against their downside guarantee. Because before, I mean, like you were saying, it's nowhere in their contract now. Like it was not, in, it might have been in the fine print, and then that's why WWE is doing this. But it should be extra money to that person, no matter what. It shouldn't account against their downside guarantee of their contract. Especially, Explain what a downside guarantee is for people that so, don't do that. Okay, so basically a downside guarantee is the lowest amount of money you can make in a year. But, so, let's use Zack Ryder for an example, right? And let's okay. go back to when he got himself over on his YouTube channel. Now, any money made off of advertising or anything on that YouTube channel should go to Zack Ryder. Let's say his downside guarantee was a million dollars. And he made you know, $750,000 off of YouTube. So then WWE only has to pay him an additional, you know, $250,000 to match his downside guarantee, even though he's not on TV, when really it should be, they give him a million dollars per year as a downside guarantee. And so he should have made, you know, $1.75 million. Just do simple math. So I think it's messed up that they are they are literally taking money out of their talent's pockets when I think it's a good idea to have WWE behind it because it I mean you're just promoting your own product and business and you know at this time. 
The problem is with all this new shit that they're trying to do and taking money out of their talent's pockets and so many other options of companies to go to right now that it would be foolish for anyone to resign with WWE unless they're getting like a Brock Lesnar contract. Right. Because other than that, I mean, you could go to AEW, you could take a price hit. Like let's say AEW We'll use Zack Ryder as an example again. Let's say he signed for $500,000 a year, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, but he can have a pro wrestling tee shop, and he can have a Twitch, and he can do his podcast, you know, and he can make money off of those things. And AEW wants none of that. In fact, AEW wants to help promote that because the more, the more eyes you get on this guy, the more eyes on the product. WWE is just so big that it's kind of just killing itself. Um, I it. It sounds really dumb, but Vince wouldn't do it if Vince couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it sounds dumb because it's not in the contract, but there, there has, I guarantee you, in that contract somewhere, in very, very small print, it, it probably says something along the lines like, term subject to change at any time or something along those lines. Um which is why he's able to do the, there's probably something in there about a third party and he's just choosing now to enforce it because they don't want anybody to get as big as Stone Cold or Cena. So they kind of, you know, put an ax to it as soon as somebody starts getting popular, just so that way Vince can keep it under control and nobody can be bigger than the WWE. Uh, Other than that, what's up? No, go ahead. I'll just say, other than that, um, I would have to physically get my hands on an actual WWE contract and read the terms in order to be like, well, this is right or this is wrong. Like, I don't know what the word, the verbiage on the contract right. is. So it's uh, wrestlers right now. Currently, they have a cameo up. Uh, my favorite one currently is Danny Bonaducci from the Partridge family. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if you type in wrestlers... He is one that's in all in the wrestlers. Um, <laughs> you know, Chuck Norris is a cameo. Yeah, but that's not a wrestler. <laughs> it's, um, I typed in wrestler. Anyway, um, currently Austin Theory uh, will do a cameo for $70 to any 13 year old that you have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Riddle will do, uh, will. For $120, uh, any will give you a cameo whether you want to or not. So far, I'm really enjoying that these cameos are from people that are in this speaking out movement. Um, side note, right next to Matt Riddle is someone I wasn't going to mention. Uh, it doesn't, ma- doesn't matter in this, but Joey Ryan for $50. Bucks, uh, and then he will sue you for having him uh, tell the truth on his cameo. Um, let's see. MVP uh, for uh, $105, which I think he's really missing out on that 305 to be charging. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Elias has one, but Elias doesn't have a photo. It just says Elias, WWE superstar, $100. Um, I'm actually I haven't even seen – where is Elias now that you he, mentioned his He's name. hurt as fuck. Like he tore something again. Something like that. Um, Ooh, $1,000. Swear to God, it says inactive WWE wrestler. 
They had until the second. They had until the second. That was tech, that was two days ago. Well, uh, no, no. Hold on. I want to touch upon that really quick. So you said that if nobody follows oh these guidelines, that they're suspended, fined, or terminated. Well, if you're unhappy, like let's say you're AJ Styles and you're unhappy because your friends left, why wouldn't you just keep your Twitch up until you got fired and then go somewhere else? Right. Um, or Paige. Yeah, well, we'll talk about what the what the the three talents talked about these. Um, yeah, it said that they uh, if they noted that talent who failed to comply could be fined, suspended, or terminated. So this is this is a uh, little fun here. So yeah, Bianca Blair, uh, no photo again. Uh, says still says WWE superstar. But then you go into Humberto Carrillo. Obviously, he probably signed on uh, 50 bucks, $60 for Jordan Devlin. Uh, Roderick Jordan Strong Devlin, is, wasn't he let go of the company during the Speak Out movement? No, he was suspended. Yeah, he was suspended. Because it, was it indefinitely? I don't remember if they could find him. Anyway, but, but before we go back into that, um, Roderick Strong, 60 bucks. Uh, Flair, who obviously we know has WWE dealings, which is crazy. It, can't it must not be in Flair's contract, right? Because Flair's doing well, all kinds of stuff. Like he got his own Adidas shoe. He's doing conventions. Well, my not understanding good. is with those legends contract, it gives them the freedom to do other things. That's why, like, okay, Mick Foley was under a legends contract, but you could catch Mick Foley at Comic Cons and all this other stuff that he did independently because it the legends contract is more like an actual independent contractor contract where yes, WWE gets you for this many dates and you must be there. But in between that, you can do whatever the fuck you want to, to an extent, obviously. But I, I don't, I don't understand how Vince can call them independent contractors with this much control. At this point you do unionize because guess what? If the unionizing or the organization doesn't work and Vince gets mad and lets you go, there are other places to work. Yeah. There could be so, just probably be shooting itself in the foot. Uh yep. Uh Amanda Mandy Moore. Mandy, 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 Mandy Rose. Moore. <laughs> wow. Mandy Rose is on here. Uh 250 bucks if you want Mandy Rose. Uh there's another one that's one, two, eight, eight, five, nine, four. No photo. Uh, says WWE wrestler for $35. Um, I don't know if I should know this person. Shout outs, whatever the case may be. I'm super excited to be here and to connect with you guys. I'm here with... I am now a part of Cameo. Emily Anzula's here, aka Pitbull, however you guys know me. I'm here for birthdays. Shout Emily outs. Anzulo, aka Pitbull. <clears throat> don't know. Uh, Mithiosa. Uh, our truth is on there for a hundred bucks. Um, Alexa Bliss was on there for about five hundred. Yeah, she gone. And <laughs> uh, Apollo Cruz, uh, hit by his real name. Uh, I'm gonna botch the fuck out of this. Uh, Seisu Uha. First name Ooh, S-E-S- is last name. That's- yes. First name is spelled S E S U G H. Uh, I don't want to say it's says of Uha. <laughs> and then last name is U H A A. I don't want to say that, but yeah. So 
And then Montez Ford is on here as well. So he's for a, a 125, both him and Apollo Cruz. So I, I guess, obviously, there's a few here, three here that have their thing gone, right? Big E's isn't even on here anymore. Like, these are all the wrestlers. And some people obviously have just been like, fuck that, we're done. You're not going to cut into my money, which makes all the sense in the world. I'd be pissed, right? Uh, Nick, what are you thinking about this? And then I'm going to go into what uh, Paige, Zelina Vega, and uh, someone else had said about this. I'd be pretty pissed, too. I mean, I guess I can understand on some level if WWE wanted to take a percentage of what their their bottom line is from Cameo. Like, if you charged 100 bucks and Cameo takes 10 20%, whatever, and then WWE wants to take a chunk after that, I can see that, but when you're talking about it, it affects their, their, what would you call it? Down, the downside, downside guarantee. guarantee. Yeah. When it affects that, I mean, that's, I don't even know a word to describe that. That's greed? like, yeah, that is the ultimate form of greed. I mean, you're telling me that, you know, okay. LeBron James has endorsements through whoever he has endorsements through tons and tons of other companies and then the nba is like all right well you made 10 bucks from them well now we're gonna pay you ten dollars less it just that is the ultimate form of greed i think it's complete bullshit and like z was saying i mean why wouldn't you want to just get yourself fucking fired and go somewhere else that doesn't give a fuck yeah uh smitty your thoughts i know you're pretty uh vocal about this yeah, and the way I look at it is, as somebody who does work two jobs, it's like saying if I'm, if I'm, I, I, the way I was looking at it is, WWE is saying, like I say, we're going to take, we're going to take this from you for making money on the side. It's like I mean, my primary job is at Shillelagh. I have a secondary job at the wall. It's like saying you will pay me less for work if just because I'm making money somewhere else, and that's I feel like it's really unfair to these individuals. But I understand it's a business. That's actually a good way of, point, of putting it. But it's, a, it's like Bravo. No, no, cover, I'm not cover, even trying to be co- yeah. cover cover up the uh, I N in your shirt because that was pretty accurate. Yeah, he put on that shirt. <laughs> yeah, and, then all of a today, shit and now it's the one with accuracies. But then, um, <laughs> the one with accuracies. <laughs> I understand because that no, the, honestly, that's a great way to put it, Smitty. That is, uh, it's two jobs. You know, you got your personal job that you're trying to do. And then your main job is like, but uh, we're going to take money away. We're not going to pay you as much because, uh, oh, you're making $20 an hour with us and you're making 15 an hour with them. We're going to just go ahead and start paying you five an hour. What? That's a great way to put it. To me. Yeah, so that's the way I saw. I was looking at this when I saw when I was reading about what they were doing with the cameo and Twitch accounts. And I'm like, this is just bullshit. And that's why I posted that meme with the... Um, when they WWE make a uh, WWE superstars make a penny, Vince McMahon just got, they got the hand out there. It so, was really uh, funny because that meme looked like Kyle O'Reilly in a top hat. That's what I thought it was too at first. So that's <laughs> that's why I was looking at it. Um, that's why I was looking at it. Like, but I understand. This, I get that people are going to say it's, it's a business, but hey, your business should not like these people make your business. These are the empl- your employees that make your business, and you keep screwing them over, like Z and Nick said, they're going to find somewhere else. And in the landscape of wrestling right now, there's so many options. You know, um, 
I can't say that it's the employees that make the business at WWE uh, or the independent contractors. I can say that they are a very integral part of it. However, look at some of these people when they leave WWE, right, to try and do stuff. They're not making as much money as they were. They, I mean, some of them, sure, you know, um, and it's also kind of a little bit of a different time right now. But <clears throat> previously, if you look at it, people could leave WWE and some of them just flop, right? And But they were something major at one point in WWE. So <clears throat> sometimes I will say it falls on the person. Uh, but at the same time, WWE is the, the largest platform in professional wrestling. If you go to another company, there's a reason that AEW's top two male champions are WWE, former WWE guys. It's not because <clears throat> these guys are great workers and they should hold the belt. No, it's because these guys will bring eyes on the product because they were on WWE, right? And that's, I, again, I'm not shitting on AEW for that, right? It makes sense because you want to bring the most, especially a newer product that just crossed a one-year anniversary or anything. You bring eyes on people by people going, oh, I wonder where they're going because, one, I didn't think they were being used well. So I'm going to watch them over here. Doesn't mean that they're going to be fucking amazing and the best thing you ever saw in wrestling in another company. But it is, hey, these guys were being underutilized here. I want to see them better. I'm going to go watch them here. Now they have a title. They were People were thinking they were being underutilized here. They have belts here. And everyone's like, okay, cool. Whether they do the exact same type of shit, Moxley, in AEW, that you felt in WWE, like, wow, this is boring. Or they do the Brody <laughs> Lee thing in AEW, where he's the title holder, and you're like, man, this is what I wanted out of him in WWE. Because I will not say that the run right now with him and Cody is fucking great. Anyway. No, I will say it is fucking great. So, but that's what I'm saying is it's not. And you also got the Dark Order over. We, we're all shitting on the Dark Order until Brody Lee shows up. Right, but again, oh. I'm not. I, I'm not. What I'm trying to say is that it's not so much like because you were like, is the 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 wrestler makes the uh, people profit. And I'm like, I want to say it's about fifty fifty, right? WWE puts in half of your stock, and if your half of the stock isn't going anywhere, WWE's like, all right, we're pulling our fifty. Right. And not doing anything with you. So you kind of have to keep your stuff up. New Day are a very prime example of that. WWE was starting to leave them alone after repackaging them because it wasn't working. But those three guys got it over in a different way. And now it's one of the hugest things in wrestling. Right. So awesome. WWE has invested all kinds of stock into that one. But that definitely was a big E, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston thing where they came together and they're doing their stuff. Now, <clears throat> again, I'm not trying to shit on your comments, Mitty. I'm just saying the devil's advocate side of it. Z, were you about to say something? Uh, I was just going to say, when you mentioned that those guys were household names and that's why they're champions, also remember they come from a company where they've been doing this for years, so they know how to work the camera angles and stuff where – We've seen it in AEW with the bad punches and everything. Like people don't know where the camera is and you get these bad angles, which makes the business look really bad. But when you have guys that know how to work around the camera, 
you get a better product just in general. And if your product's good, you're going to get more eyes on it regardless. True. So uh, continuing on with this, Dakota Kai, Paige, and Zelina Vega all talked about stuff with their Twitch accounts. Uh, Reacting to the news, Dakota Kai said, starting Twitch up again was purely for three reasons. To have fun as a gamer, communicate with y'all during a difficult year, and to give as much as possible back to different charities. Thank you for all the... Thank you all for the continued support. Side note, you guys can follow us on Twitch as well. Um, Paige has a very popular Twitch, and her is her response was, Twitch is my, capital M-Y, uh, place what I built with my wonderful fans, a place where people can go and feel some positivity and a little bit of normalcy. Fun, interactive, non-judgmental, charitable place. I'm proud of what I built with my fan base. I guess that's the, that's the other thing um, that we didn't even talk about. Zelina Vega and Paige, I, and I guess Dakota Kai, a lot of the money they make off of this stuff, they put into something else, very charitable. So it's not even like it's their profit and they're just using it. It's people, they're getting money and it's going to a charity or something else. WWE taking that money and only giving back part of it is, um, is a big fucking kick in the dick to what they do for charities as well, right? Like, this money that they're getting, they no longer have control over what is what it's going to. And when people who are popular and everything like that um, don't have that ability to just put it wherever they want because WWE took it, that's, again, another shot at them. So <clears throat> Paige said that, and then a uh, fan said, I mean, yeah, but your fame got you in the fan base. Not like you grinded from one viewer like most streamers. And Paige said, nah, differences I grinded for 15 years for my fan base that I brought over to Twitch. Also dropping raids and 50 bombs on smaller streamers to help them grow. Not for bitter people like you, though. Work hard and you'll get a fan base, too. Uh, she spelled two wrong. She only used one O. Oh. Then, <laughs> I'm fucking bullshit. Uh, then Zelina Vega uh, replied to that. She goes, and helped people, including me, get introduced to what is now my favorite platform filled with positive like-minded and amazing people just looking to have fun during hard times in the world. It's where people support each other and grow together. A family, always grateful to you and host charities for people and animals in need. Yesterday, we raised enough money to help someone get their cat, the surgery they needed to survive. We love what we built and worked hard for. And I guess that's the thing, man. The minute you take that money and they can't use it towards what they're like, they can't have a stream saying, this is a stream to raise money for such and such. Boom. And then, like, Twitch, you get tips and everything like that. So, yeah, it's kind of a thing. Well, okay. So, so does this mean WWE is taking over all of Paige's Pornhub stuff? No, 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 no. They're trying, they, they're trying to deny that even happened. Yeah. Like, no, no, they're letting her Pornhub stuff run. I'm, I, I'm assuming she has her own official account, and that's just not under her name. <laughs> what is it, Soraya? What is it, Soraya now, whatever? Yeah, her real name, yeah. yeah, Soraya. It's kind of like Sriracha because she's hot and spicy. No, God, I do it. Oh, Sriracha, like you stick your dick no, in Sriracha, Soraya. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I think you'd still stick your dick in Sriracha, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I put money on it. That seems Sriracha. accurate. Nah, yeah, you would. Um, okay, so mashed potatoes, maybe, but no. Whoa, lumpy. 
<laughs> and that's the team. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> damn. So, is there any way in your opinion, and we'll start with you, Smitty, that WWE can fix this or, or how they would have to word a contract or just say, fuck it, never mind, JK, LOL. Never mind, fuck it, JK, LOL. It's the only way you see they could fix this? Yeah, because like, I, I, like, I'm looking at it from, was, I told you the perspective I'm looking at it from, and you just and also what you guys just said about the, like people like Zelina Vega and Paige using the uh, revenue from that to go to charitable organizations. It just makes like honestly, this just makes WWE look like more like dicks, and it's, and they want to just dictate the uh, the life of these independent contractors. So, I don't see any upside. I really don't see any upside of it f- uh, for the people involved outside of the company. Okay, so let let's talk about this real quick. If they are independent contractors, but if they signed an exclusive contract with WWE, that means although that they're independent contractors, they can only work for WWE unless WWE has a partnership with another company, say Evolve or, you know, NXT even though it falls under the same, you know, umbrella, but if they signed an exclusive contract, that means they can only work for that company even though they're independent contractors and i think that is where they're getting fucked because they signed this exclusive contract and now they're doing these other things to make money and ww is like whoa 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 wait you work exclusively for us and what you do outside of the ring should still go into our pocket anyway yeah i that's crazy because it's i it, it's like WWE is funneling money, right? They're like the uh, uh, not funneling. They're the people that are washing, clean, cleaning it, uh, like laundering. money launders. Yeah. yeah, money launders, right? Yeah. So it's like WWE, and they're like, okay, now you can have this, you know, and we're gonna charge you a fee that you weren't being charged before, but just because you work for us and we're, we can do that. I personally feel the only way that there's two things, two ways WWE can make this right. One, JK, LOL. That's obviously the first thing, right? The second is, bye, Smitty. See you later. <laughs> the second is WWE has to take it away from taking it away from the downside guarantees, right? The money needs to go directly to the people. You worked for this. You built this. This is something you built outside of us. We have no pull in this. We have no say in this. The only thing we know is you're using the fan base that you built with us, right? But we're not going to take any of your extra money. Two, we just wanted to come. Everything that comes through us, we're giving right back to you. You can use for however you want. That's how it should be. It's the reason that it's going on to WWE's books is because WWE wants to see what they're making and know what they can take out of their performers' pockets. Which is fucked up because what I didn't know, and we just touched upon it a minute ago, was a lot of the this money they're collecting goes to different charities and different, you know, organizations that help people. So now the, your charitable donation is in like, let's say you keep it and you keep it, you know, for charity. Now your charitable donation is being counted against your 
your downside guarantee, which is fucked up. Yeah, that's like crazy. That you, you're, I'm trying to make do a charity thing, and now it's costing me money to like it's that because it, the people that are raising that money are it's specifically for that charity, and now it's like oh, it's also so basically you're donating your own personal money rather yeah. than raising money for charity, right? Uh, I mean, either way, it's charitable, but it's just coming out of one. Right, but yeah, I I guess like yeah, like now, but it's being taxed further, right? So it's like yes, this money was going directly to uh, charity, but these people, I I guess it's yeah, it's my income, but now it's costing me twice because it's one, I was getting rid of it anyway, but. Now it's going through WWE. So that money automatically is being deducted from my downside guarantee and to whatever tax they're taking out of it to have it uh, funneled through them as well. So you're losing more money for the charity and you're, it's like you're double donating. Like, yes, I just made a thousand dollars to save this, but that thought, but now I just cost myself a thousand dollars. So this is a $2,000 turnaround. It's like, if I call out of work one night and I go spend money at the bar, I could have made $200 at work that night, but I went and spent $200 at the bar instead. That's a $400 turnaround because I would have kept that $200 and I would have made $200. So I would have had $400 more in my pocket rather than losing $400 for that night. You know, uh, Nick, your thoughts. Yeah. You know, the more we keep talking about it and you look at it from that perspective, it just, it, it is more fucked up. I mean, I guess from a business standpoint, I would be, uh, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm in support for it's all or nothing. Like, you know, they can just JK LOL it, as you said, but you know, if they want to leave it to where cameo or Twitch takes a little chunk and then, you know, people like Alexa bliss, biggie, Apollo Cruz, whatever, they're using that character name. Okay. WWE is going to take a small chunk and then the rest is yours to do with it, whatever you want we're not going to affect your bottom line with what we're paying you. I can see that. But at this point, I'm almost thinking, well, WWE, you've only cared about this for the last few months. Twitch didn't just fucking start. YouTube didn't just start. Cameo didn't just start. These companies have been around for two or three years at least now. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, WWE is kind of suffering. So what else can we squeeze out of our performers? Let's, They're not let's, suffering. Well, Sorry. not suffering, but like they're on a little bit of a decline. They're not where they were 10 years ago. You know what I mean? No. Uh, so now it, it's, huh? Uh, Wrestling itself isn't, to be honest. Well, and so they're trying to like penny pinch all this other little shit. You know, and it's just... no, what what they're trying to do is stop people like Miro. Miro the reason it's a big thing now is because Miro went to the other company, trashed WWE, and talked about how popular he was on Twitch. And then after that, Vince is like, ah, wait a minute. And he probably looked Vince doesn't the rumor has always been that Vince doesn't watch anything but his own like but his own product, right? So Vince probably didn't know that there was Twitch and this and that. Now, all their executives in the company, I would hope, aren't that blind. But once Vince seen how much profit these uh, superstars were making, like then he was like, ooh, 
wait, like, wait a minute. They could potentially, if they continue with this Twitch and make this kind of money, they could sustain a lifestyle outside of WWE without WWE. We need to put a stop to this. Yeah. And I almost guarantee that's what happened. <laughs> Vince well, needs his I, own Twitch channel. I got to say, uh, <laughs> no, that can't be what happened because Miro just hit AEW within two, three weeks. And if that's him, but this stuff all went out like uh, they gave people 30 days. Uh, so it was before Miro even showed up on AEW that they gave them the 30 days. However, now they're doing the cameo, uh, which he's not on, I don't think. But yes, he definitely is on Twitch. I don't, I don't know, man. It's yeah. There's, there's not a lot of leeway here for why this looks okay in the WWE way, you know. Uh, unless it's again future contracts. I can't, sh- I can't talk about that, right? Like this is part of our contract now. Okay, cool. Making people sign new, uh, I guess, addendums to their current contracts is like if That's you don't sign a contract that, though. That would be a breach of contract. Would it be? But you said yourself, if there's like some sort of writing that we can change this contract whenever we see fit. Well, see, okay, again, it would be in the verbiage, but anyone with a lawyer that passed the bar with a low score would, you know, be like, oh, hey, like, don't sign this. It says this or that. But, um, it, it, Again, depends on the verbiage in the actual contract, but I, I cannot believe that at least one of the talent's lawyers hasn't like destroyed this. And that's what makes me think like there's this small fine print that says something about third parties that always gives Vince a choice to do what he's doing now. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's uh definitely a little bit ridiculous but again since when has wwe not been ridiculous um final thing i want to talk about because it's going to lead into our picks for nxt takeover 31 is uh performance center it's no longer the performance center uh, they said earlier in this week that uh sunday actually i'll just read you the quote uh on the media call earlier this week uh triple h said uh He's a game-changing look. He said, so this Sunday's takeover will have a very unique look and feel, something totally different that hasn't been done so far. You'll find out more on Sunday, but it'll be very unique, and I think hopefully, at least for us, game-changing. Now, Sports Illustrated is reporting that the Performance Center has a newly remodeled TV set. Again, this is coming from Wrestling Inc. I love the website. Uh, Sports Illustrated is reporting that Performance Center has a newly remodeled TV set and will now be known as the Capital Wrestling Center. This is a tribute to the Capital Wrestling Corporation founded by Jess McMahon in 1953 and run by Vincent J. McMahon. Uh, Triple H is quoted as saying, it's a historic callback to where this all began. We gutted the Performance Center, and it's now rebuilt, so it feels like we're going back to the beginning. To me, it feels like we're going back to 1953. Just like then, We're doing something different and new, taking the business to a whole new level. The Capital Wrestling Center captures the feel and the vibe of NXT. We will have all the bells and whistles of the Thunderdome, but we'll keep that NXT feel. It's edgier, darker, and raw. You're walking into the ultimate heavy metal soundstage. 
Triple H loves having, having that. Um, along with virtual fans, there will be fans in attendance in a limited capacity of around 100 people at tonight's show. Uh, there will be a contingent of fans in attendance, some of which will be talent, others will be friends and family of some, and some will be fans. We will take every safety precaution that there is. All of this was signed off by our medical staff. Everybody that walks in the building will be PCR tested, take a questionnaire, and be medically screened. There will be plexiglass pods with, with fans that are in groups, and the groups will vary in size. Everyone will wear masks, and each group will never be near anyone else. That sounds like an awesome concept. I want to be inside the elimination chamber while watching uh, wrestling. <laughs> Right. That's the first thing I heard with our plexiglass pods. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're, Triple H goes, we're not severing our relationship with Full Sail. I'm very proud of all we've done there. The move is the right decision for us from a tech standpoint, but I look forward to returning there soon, and the partnership remains strong. So nothing is going to be at Full Sail anymore. Everything is going to be at uh, the, I'm sorry, the uh, Capital City Wrestling Center. Whoa, the way they did that logo is kind of weird. Um, I guess now I want to know how the fuck do you get in there? How do you? Uh, how are you a virtual virtual fan? You don't get to be. They they tell no, they, you you get to be, and then when you click on the link, you don't get to be. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> are they, are they gonna like limit the Thunderdome, uh, people? Yeah. You did, were you not part of the conversation last week when I talked about this? Were you not on the show? He was yet? working, so I highly doubt he remembers. Oh yeah, so I got into the Thunderdome, Smitty. Like I, I, oh, no, I, I remember that part. Oh, okay. okay. I, what I mean, like, is outside of the the Z experience, do you think there's going to be less people for on the Thunderdome, like there is for Raw and SmackDown, like to give the illusion of a smaller crowd? From what Mikey just read, it sounds like it's going to be the exact same thing as the Thunderdome with just an edgier look to keep NXT looking different than the main roster. Yeah, there's like, I can't find anything to get in there. Like, it's not, there's nothing, I'm on WWE.com. Uh, I yeah. Similar to Raw and SmackDown, home at W at the WWE Thunderdome Capital Wrestling Center will have video walls surrounding the ring with virtual fans, but keep the distinct feel of black and gold brand. So they're gonna have the, so it's gonna have the video wall of virtual fans, but there I can't see how I, I guess let's hit their social medias up. What, so what are your thoughts on this? Uh, Nick, we'll start with you while I'm searching. I think it's a it's a cool idea. <clears throat> um, this could be leading into what's going to happen with, um, you know, SmackDown and Raw being at the Amway Center because doesn't their contract with them expire at the end of October? I mean, I can't that's really the, see that. That's the rumor right now yeah. that it expired at the end of but, October. But, yeah, I mean, just another – cool way for Z not to be on TV. I love not being on TV. It's the greatest <laughs> feeling in the world. Smitty, what are your thoughts on this? 
Yeah, I want to see what it's like. I, just, I want. Uh, I actually would just want to watch and see what it's like before I make any kind of. I'm impartial yet. Curious, I, mean, I love how you're just angry, so angry that you can't even have a positive thought about WWE. I said I'm curious. I didn't say I wasn't. Wasn't. He said, anything. but I'm holding back my re- <clears throat> reservations until see what happens. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean he's angry. It just means that he's not going to make No, no, he's angry, he's... so angry at WWE that he can't have a positive thought about them. He's always yeah. angry about WWE. But he can't say anything about this in a positive way. He can't, I'm curious about it, but, you know, we'll uh, I'll hold back. See what energy. happens. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, for I'm a with television Smitty, show. Well, I'm kind of with Smitty, though. Like, um, it sounds cool. It sounds like the Thunderdome, just on a smaller, you know, more NXT scale. But, I mean, I can't really judge something I haven't seen yet. You know what I mean? Well, that's why I said, what are, you, what are your thoughts about this? Like, everything you read oh. and everything, are you excited to see NXT tonight, NXT TakeOver? Well, yeah, I mean, but now we have the new takeover. Thunderdome. Like, we're, we got the Thunderdome, and now we got the Biodome. Like, sweet. Um, right. <laughs> it's so, the Lightning Dome. Whatever. Cool. <laughs> got I a little mean, thunder, yeah, got a little lightning. A little, lightning. <laughs> a little shake and bake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the show, period. Whatever they do to get more... One thing's missing is crowd reaction. And with the pay-per-view last week, they did a good job with the piped-in sound because when they piped in the This Is Awesome chant, I was thinking, wow, this is like this chant would actually be happening if there was a live, live crowd. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just the way the match flowed. So, but it'll be it'll be better now to get a more raw reaction out of fans, hopefully, than you know, the piped in noise and all that shit. Fair. Yeah, understandable. Um, what do you guys rate the paper? <laughs> again? Since, Mar- uh, Mario commented, he goes, uh, um, wow, going off on Smitty for not being pro WWE when Mikey has biggest been the biggest hater of AEW since day one. Not been the biggest hater of AEW. Want them to succeed. Hate some of the stuff that they do, Mario. By the way, can't wait to beat your asses tonight on the NXT TakeOver scorecard. He knows the comeback because that's, that's what always happens. I don't they know, man. I feel like Daniel went out and got some ringers this time because, like, they were not this good the past three times. And the one, the one dude who wasn't even on their team has been killing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden Jesse shows up and he's like, "Look, I'm really good at figuring shit out now." Jesse was like, he was the Z of the Pro Wrestling Scorecards group. Like, he's never ever going to be really good. <laughs> it's all of a sudden he's blowing it out of the water. Well, that's you know, because Dez, Dez, Dez is probably filling out his scorecard. That's what Dez is at. actually that's higher true. than anybody else. Yeah, we ran her off though. See, we did something yep. good. We got her out the picture. She didn't want none of this. Can't, we should have brought her to our team. That would have been a great fucking heel turn. Defection. Especially because it's Daniel's wife. <laughs> yeah. I'll pull a Karen Jarrett angle. <laughs> oh, come on. No. No, not that far, Smitty. Jeez, man. I always got to take it an extra step. Fucking white people. Um. Yeah, so Times. let's go into... <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Let's talk about uh, NXT TakeOver tonight. We're going to make our picks 
right now. You guys go to ProWrestlingScoreCards.com. Remember, we are fighting to win because if we don't win, we will be giving $100 to the charity of Pro Wrestling Scorecards Choice. Nick, now no one can see anything. Turn the that background. <laughs> Your head keeps disappearing. <clears throat> he knows. Um, if we come back and we win, Pro Wrestling Scorecards will be donating $100 to the charity of our choice. Um, you know what I just realized? So obviously I have the watch party going on on my phone. Uh, Z, when you go away like that, because obviously you're here. Yeah. You're not even mm-hmm. on the screen on the Facebook. Oh, it, it doesn't show like away. the little the little person like which. Shows yeah, I or yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think you would have to have like, I don't know. That's well, weird. I, I'm. I'm literally going to be filling out my picks as we go, so I guess I'm not going to be on video. I'll just be on the soundtrack. You I'm like nerd. the guy featured in the background, you know, BDR right. featuring Z. Exactly. <laughs> it was like a 15 second Right. All right. So let's do this. Let's talk about it. Um, let me text Walt real quick because he said he was probably going to get on for this. Uh, what's I know we're rotating, but what's the starting? Starting. Well, I, I always start. Um, the way it's looking right now, since you're like third, so one, two, three, then one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. And if Walt shows up, we'll get his stuff. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to talk a little bit about each match as well. Uh, try and I'll try and remember that because I'm kind of dumb. Uh, usually just go into it and stuff. Uh, so let's do this. Is, did I pull this out already? Yeah, I did. All right, cool. NXT TakeOver 31 happening tonight. Uh, guys, we're going to be doing a, a, a Zoom if any, for our reactions. We're going to be doing some reactions for the show live as well. Uh, just having fun. That's what we're going to do, man. Let's, let's have fun. We're doing it with the Pro Wrestling Scorecards people. Uh, Daniel's going to sign in. Maybe we'll get some other people as well, and we'll see. Uh, Kushida versus Dream. <clears throat> Kushida was in the gauntlet match to see who was going to be fighting Finn Balor for the NXT Championship, Velveteen Dream, uh, interrupted that uh, and took him out uh, very similar to how he uh, takes out little boys, you know, uh, sends inappropriate pictures to underage everything. You know, that's what he does, Velveteen Dream, Velvet Dream of Teens. Uh, So Kushida versus him, Smitty. What are your thoughts on this match? Is it is it something that uh, makes sense to you? Do you uh, are you excited about this? Is is there you just like or are you tuned out because of Velveteen Dream? Uh, I'm a fan of Kushida. I'm a fan of Dream and Ring. So like I'm actually looking forward to the match. Uh, do I feel like the story is a little bit rushed? Kind of. But I, I, this is one of the match. This is one of the matches I'm actually looking forward to most on the card. Because like I like these two in ring, and I think the match is going to be really good. All right, Nick. I'd have to agree with Smitty. I mean, Velveteen Dream. I was really getting into his character, but now I just, I mean, he's going to be there regardless. So hopefully the match is good. But uh, I don't know. I, I could really give a shit less about 
the outcome, but I can't deny that it's going to be a good match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Z, what are your thoughts? This match has the potential to steal the show. Uh, you got re- two really good talents in there. Um, I have a feeling that Velveteen Dream's punishment for all that stuff is he's going to be a jobber, so I, I think Kushida's going to go over. But I think this match is... When, when we talk about it at the end of this pay-per-view, I have a feeling this is going to be the top match, if not, you know, number two to probably the NXT championship match. So Yeah, because that's I what mean, I was thinking, man. Like, NXT championship. Or that Cruiserweight championship match looks pretty good, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they, they, but this match not having a championship tied to it, uh, I mean, it's it's a very good match. Like, this, this card's pretty solid, and this... This match has two unbelievable talents, so it has a lot of potential. All they all they can do here is fail. <laughs> true, so. it's very true. All right, well, I'm going to kick this one off. Uh, <clears throat> it's winner fall type. Uh, who's going to have the most near falls, and will the match be over 15 minutes? Yes or no? Um, I'm going actually the opposite of what Z said to start it off uh, with the whole punishment of jobbing out. I think. Triple H is sticking to his, we searched, we found nothing thing. Uh, he had his punishments, uh, not winning the last couple matches, two big matches. So I think you're going to see Velveteen Dream go over here. And if it is some sort of feud that lasts for a little bit, Velveteen Dream surprising Kushida and possibly with a win or somehow uh, gets this, because let's be honest, WWE loves to piss people off. So Velveteen Dream for the win here uh, by pinfall. I think Kushida is going to have the most near falls. But no, I don't think this match will be over 15 minutes. I'll be, I think it's going to be a couple minutes under. Uh, Smitty, <clears throat> I have Kushida win by submission. I have Dream in the most near falls, and I agree with you, Mikey. I think it'll be like 13, 12, 13 minutes. So I got not over 15. All right, Z. <clears throat> um, I also have Kushido winning by Dorito sub so, submission. Um, I, where did it go? I have no one getting the most near falls and the match will be over 15 minutes. That's actually good. Like it might be the same on a number of near falls for each of them. So no one had the most. That's a good, that's a good pick there. Uh, uh, champ, Nick. Well, I've got Kushida with a pinfall. Um, Dream will get the most near falls, and that's a big old negative on the match going over 15 minutes. All right, All champ, right. I got a I got a question for you. I have an answer for you. When have you uh, when have you seen a Kushida match that's ended with a pinfall where he's taken the match? Just just can you tell me what his pinfall finishing move is? It one? could very well just be a roll-up, dude. I mean, how the often does a roll-up up happen? Yeah. I, you know, I'm just, you know, you guys always want to talk me out of shit. I just want to throw <laughs> wrenches in your plans, too. That's all. Let's let's be very honest. We started talking Nick out of shit way before we talked you out of shit. And he came to the show way after you. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because the motherfucker's got six NXT, uh, six ring crew championship reigns, and you're over there with three, Z. Yeah, and I've also won the whole community twice, and Nick's only done it once, so suck it. 
<laughs> and yet you my still back didn't get really hurts right now. Let me just say, my back is just killing me. Well, maybe you should lose some weight there, bud. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Zantos Escobar is defending his NXT Cruiserweight Championship against Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh Smitty, I'm always going to lead off with you on all of these things. Uh, you are the most avid NXT watcher. Uh, Nick is probably the second one, and Z watches when I watch. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, so, <laughs> you, you talked about it. You said that this is a very uh, high-profile, could-be-a-show-stealing match. Why is that? Uh, because this is one of the few actually been being fleshed out, and they've like and um, it's been real. Like they've had really good matches previously on NXT television, and I think like this is going to be the chance just to step it up one like that one last time. Mm-hmm. And so, and this is one of the few things one of the few things on NXT that I'm really I've been really excited about for the last few weeks or last month or so. Since they've been like carrying, like I said, this has been one of the most fleshed out stories they've had on the uh on the show for for a while. That not only that, but these are two of the most talented young up and coming wrestlers on the roster. So again, this I mean, just like the previous can't match, say young one, and up and coming with a show with Velveteen Dream on it. Well, I mean, I mean, they're at least they're of legal age. Like they got the nudes from Velveteen, but then they turned eighteen, so it's good. <laughs> um, but Velveteen yeah, yeah. Dream. <laughs> God damn it. That's so good. <laughs> oh, Velvet. Hey, dream. the one with the dad jokes, baby. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, not only, I mean, the, the buildup to this match has been great, but the, I mean, just the two talents in the ring. Like, you got, uh, now, Smitty, Isaiah Sorv Scott used to be who in Evolve? I can't remember his name. Same. Uh, hold on, wait. Yeah, I think he was Isaiah Scott. He was oh, Isaiah Scott still. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay, so that okay, I thought I thought there was four guys they brought in and they changed their names like instantly, and I couldn't remember what his <laughs> what his. No, Swerve <laughs> was on there when they were when they were still doing things with Evolve. Um, so I I think he avoided the name change because he got brought in. Uh, you would see NXT people on Evolve as we've seen in, in here in Michigan when we went to shows. Um, but I think he was on the one, the episode that was on WWE Network. So obviously that's how they know hey, him. Hey, whoa, 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 hold on. No, I was right. It used to be Shane Strickland. That's who he was not Evolve. Okay. You win. Well, no, I just, I looked it up, but I, I was yeah, like, I swear he had a different so yeah, it was, it was he was Shane Strickland in Evolve, and I've seen a couple of his Evolve matches, and they were great. So I'm I'm so basically back to the whole point is I'm excited about this you know cruiserweight match for first time ever, <laughs> a long time. I think I think you Pablo Escobar is this. Oh okay, sorry. Go ahead, Pablo Escobar is probably the best thing to happen to the cruiserweight title in a long time. 
name is Santos Escobar. Pablo. <clears throat> yeah. uh, not make him a drug lord, played by Vinny he's Chase. A, yeah, he's he's helping Vince launder all that money from Twitch. <laughs> you win again. That's two. Right, look at man, man. It's two yeah. shit. This is why you don't have a shirt that says the one with inaccuracy. Because you're pretty spot on. <laughs> Nick, you have any thoughts on this match? Champ? Uh, Pussy champ? <laughs> not really. Uh, other than no. I think I think Isaiah Swerve, Scott, it's it's time for him to get a uh, little bit more of a push. I, I've got him going over in this match. So. Ooh, spilling the guts. All right. Uh, Smitty, go ahead and lead off these picks. We need a winner. I need a fall type. How many aerial moves you think? And will this match be over 10 minutes? Yes or no? Smitty, you want to go or is he frozen? He, he frozen? He's, pulling a, he, he's pulling a Cartman. He doesn't want to be here anymore. Cartman, your um, connection is just breaking up again. You're just only going to have to listen. There's Smitty. He's moving. Okay, so I got I'm betting on black guy Isaiah Swerve Scott. Wait, 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 What just happened there? You can't just gloss over that. Look, betting on black with Isaiah Swerve Scott. No, no, you just froze for like thirty seconds. Like we were talking to you and you weren't responding at all. Oh my! You guys are moving. Why wasn't I? You weren't even talking. Right? Did you even hear us? Yeah. I heard you, but I, I I was responding. I didn't know you. Did, oh, yeah. I didn't know you couldn't hear me. Oh yeah, we couldn't no. hear you at all. All right, yeah, because you were just sitting there like this. Oh. Okay. Not so, even blinking. You're, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to answer again, bud. Yeah. Okay. We need your whole card again. Your okay, whole so I, pick this. So for this match, I'm betting on Isaiah Swerve Scott to become the new cruiserweight champion, NXT cruiserweight champion. He's going to win by pinfall, 11 aerial moves, and yes, the match will last over 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, Z. I also have Isaiah Swerve Scott winning, but by disqualification with five aerial moves, and yes, the match will be over 10 minutes. All right. I am looking at one thing real quick. Do-do-do, do-do. All right. I am not changing my pick. I am keeping Santos Escobar to retain the NXT Cruiserweight Championship by pinfall. Six aerial moves. And fuck yes, this match will be longer than it takes me to have sex. So yes, it'll be longer than 10 minutes. Nick? Uh, I've got the swerve by pinfall. Mm. Five aerial moves. So I'm different yeah. than everyone on both of these so far. Yes, right. two ten. Go for that goose egg number two, baby. That or the highest scoring person on our team. I man, I'm really hoping for that because I'm sick of Nick being the only one in double digits against pro wrestling scorecards. <laughs> <laughs> like all it takes is two points for me to get a double digit. It's also real fucked up that I got a goose egg last time and I'm still the second highest scorer on our team. What the fuck, boys? I've had consistency throughout September. 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, sh- I shit the bat on the AEW, and I've just been coming back pretty strong. I'm pretty sure I was the second highest scorer on the last the last uh, pay-per-view. But it still landed me, like, fourth place. So <laughs> Overall, it was like five points or something. <laughs> yeah. But what, you, what needs to happen is we just need to take the top five spots in one of these, and we're right back in it, boys. Yeah. God damn it. Ferda. You, 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 do, you do realize that there's an impact. There's an impact. Uh, and there's this yeah. to NXT. There's there's five more. Is this yeah, to do an NXT? Uh, is this to do an NXT uh, UK thing? Is this month as well? Nope, they moved oh. it. Oh, they moved it. Okay. Yep, next year. Uh, go ahead, yeah. Nick. I'm sorry. Um, sort of Scott pinfall five aerial moves and yes, to over ten minutos. I'm telling you, man, it's gonna last longer than I do in bed. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, next match. The NXT North American Championship match. Damian Priest holds the belt. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny NXT, Johnny Takeover is going to take him on to try and relieve him of the NXT North American Championship. Smitty, we'll start off with you again. Your thought process on this. Are we just keeping Johnny Gargano in a main in a title picture, but it's his job to put people over? And I'm feeling that way with Gargano because I feel like Gargano's like the they'll put him in a high profile. Hold on, Smitty. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Whatever internet connection you're on currently sucks because we're talking now. Earlier, we couldn't hear you say anything. Now, it's like a fucking robot moaning from getting off. Just there. Then. <laughs> it's. Um, so, like, you're frozen picking your nose right now, Smitty. Right now, you're frozen. You're picking your nose. Oh, now you're not picking your nose anymore. Uh, I wasn't picking my nose. I was scratching my mustache. Oh, okay, Randy Marsh. So, you were frozen. It looked like you were picking your nose. Um, so yeah, go ahead and try and talk about it now. Okay. I said, uh, I feel like Gargano's kind of falling into the kind of like Ziggler role, uh, on NXT where he's going to be putting inside of really high profile matches to make, just so, uh, to get somebody else over almost. He's going to get a win here and there. That is a horrible analogy. Let's say, uh, and there seems like NXT really wants to push Damian Priest. That's why they put the title on him, the uh, North American title on him. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Uh, sorry, just walking I, around as well. So this is also one of the matches I feel like I really don't care for on the card. This is probably the match I care the least for on the card. Why is it a match that you care for the least when it has a very good possibility of being one of the a really strong match, especially because Gargano's in it? You just because you know what the outcome, you feel you know what the outcome is going to be. Uh, I said I'm not bought on Priest. And I feel like, let's say, they just want to put Gargano on takeover at this point. So, keep him on takeover. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not invested in this match. I have, I, have a, I have a completely different perspective on this. All right, go for it. I, I think, okay, so I'll give you my picks, too, while I'm at it. No, I no, 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 we'll just, just, no, uh, okay. just your, uh, yeah. Just the so, I, I have a feeling you're going to see the North American title change hands. 
and the women's championship hold hands. And then the two top heels in the company right now are gonna they're gonna each have championships until at least the next takeover. It extends the feud with EO, it extends the feud with Priest, and it I mean, they can do those vignettes like they did for the thing with Keith Lee and whatnot, and people are gonna love it. And I hope that's the direction they go. That is something I was thinking of as well, uh, with both of them into a title match right now. Um, but my problem with that is if you take that title off of Damian Priest that fast, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, but, does it kind but, of diminish that title run? No, it doesn't as long as they do it correctly. As long as Candice gets involved to help Johnny win, it doesn't affect Damian Priest's credibility and he can always win it back at the next takeover or whatever. You know what I mean? So it doesn't diminish his credibility unless Johnny gets a clean win. Then it's then it would be kind of dumb. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Mr. Nick? I I kind of had a hard time deciding on both those matches, too, pretty much based on what Z just said. Because, you know, on one hand, I do like the idea of that couple holding both belts. I mean, I think it'd be a really good move for their heel characters, but it's hard for me to to take it seriously and, and think that Damian Priest is going to lose it that fast because while I think most of what mostly you guys say with your fantasy booking as opposed to what I think, are, I think that type of shit is way better ideas than what WWE puts out there. Unfortunately, they don't always come to fruition. So, uh, you know, for no, that, they, uh, they never, they never come, to <laughs> almost <laughs> never come to fruition. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, check your fantasy lineup before, uh, you know, the we call. Over. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am going to be doing that this week. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, man. Oh, I was so pissed off. Fucking Kevin. So, guys, I would like to take a vote right now. I would like a two-hour show every time I face Walt or Mikey in fantasy football. <laughs> Please <and> thank you. <laughs> no. Fuck you. God, that sucks so bad. I lost by 16 points because I couldn't switch out Julio Jones fast enough. And the guy I was trying to replace him with had at 19 points. I would have fucking won, stayed undefeated. I gave a goddamn win away. <laughs> Motherfucker. God damn it. God damn it. Anyway, bum, bum, so bum. shut the fuck up. What's really fucked up this week is for Julio Jones. His game's not till Monday night. So I don't know, like, if I don't pull him right now, I anyway, let's go on. All yeah, I'll say all um, my top players have COVID, so they're not uh playing until like three weeks from now. Fucking Cam Newton, baby. Uh, I'm wondering if the Lions game is going to happen. I heard the Sa- uh, Saints player was uh, said to have had it. Well, it's still yeah, scheduled yeah. to go, so we'll it's see. Scheduled. All right, game time uh, decision. Z, oh yeah, I guess Z, you can make your picks right now, brother. All right, so I got Gargano by pinfall with four near falls. Gargano will get the first near fall, and it'll be about 12 minutes before Damian Priest. Does the whole bow thing. Okay. Uh, I'm next. Uh, Damian, I have Damian Priest retaining. Uh, I just feel like um, it's a real smart idea for both Gargano and Candice Array to hold it, but I don't think it's right now. Possibly 32 at the end of the year. 
Uh, so I have Damian Priest by pinfall. Has he been winning by submission a lot lately? Oh, uh, no. no. He, he does, he does so. the crossroads better than Cody, and then he pins the uh, opponent. Fair, fair, yep. Uh, four near falls. Uh, I think Gargano is going to uh, be the first to get a near fall. Uh, time before drawing the bow. I, I think it's going to be the thing, the lead, thing that leads off the match. So I have one minute. Yeah. Uh, Nick, so I, I was convicted with that one because I, I had to, I had to actually click the question mark and read it. So it's time after the bell. Rings the bell. Yes. That, that he does it. Yeah. Because I was like, well, this is a dumb question. One minute. Cause he does it when, you know, to make his name appear on the Titan Tron, you know? Yes. So, but most of the things I'm, on pro wrestling scorecards are bell to bell. Unless it says any time, it's always between the first and the last bell of the match. All right. Got it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still sticking with 12 minutes because I think it's going to be like a setup into a move or whatever. But yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Nick. I got Damian Priest winning by pinfall, six near falls. Johnny Gargano gets the first near fall. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say two minutes. Drug the bell. Did my connection fuck up again? Yeah, your connection is uh, hilarious. Uh, so you have Damian Priest by pinfall. How many near fall? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. And here we are. Frozen again. God damn it. Six. Six near falls. You said you have Gargano to get the first near fall? Yes. And how many, how much time before the bow draw? Two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't. This is gold. Like, how many? Just just put up, I, I can't even tell you to put up a finger. Text it. Text how much time before the bow draws. This is like Nick. You go. Nick's not frozen. Yeah. Smitty, are you back? Oh, oh. I have like he thirty got, people. Fucking. What? what? Can you see me? Now I can. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Can you hear me? I can two, hear you. Two, oh, I two. two minutes before the bow draw. Nick, you're up. Um, I've got Damian Priest. By pinfall with five near falls. Gargano will get the first near fall. And. <laughs> Did Nick freeze? No. No, to time before. <laughs> uh, ten minutes before the bow. Ten minutes before the bow? All right. Um, Nick, we're going to start off with you for this next one, the women's championship match, Io Shirai defending it against Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae in, I guess it was a battle royale, uh, Royal Rumble type thing, everyone over the top rope. She lasted the longest by uh, uh, eliminating Shotsky Blackheart at the end off of the uh, ring steps to become the number one contender for Io Shirai's belt. Uh, you said it, you said you were having a hard time picking this because you thought maybe it could go over as uh Candice Ray and Johnny Gargano holding the belt. So obviously this was a difficult thing for you to pick, but talk about why it was difficult, obviously for, unless it just exactly what you were saying earlier. And um, 
what you're hoping for out of this match. Because obviously this is a long-standing feud with Larray and Io Shirai. It was one of the switches. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I think overall, um, the hardest part was determining whether or not both Larray and Gargano would win, would both win titles. But I think with where they're at now, Johnny Gargano, I mean, even if he loses 200 matches in a row, the dude is still like rock solid for NXT. So I think him taking the loss to Priest, putting the belt on Larray, just made more sense in my head other than the fact that, you know, like I said, it was hard to see to determine if they would both, uh, both take it. So, um, and then I know Io Shirai and Larray had that feud, like Mikey had mentioned going back, what, like a year or so ago. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I went with Candice Larray by pinfall. Um, well, I don't want your picks, bro. You're, you're the last, you're the champ. You don't have to Oh, start. sorry. That's right. Um, Jeez, get time to edit, son. It's okay, but now we know. And, yeah, <laughs> now, yeah, now we can uh just make choose our picks based on what you're gonna pick. So we, we beat you, um, Smitty. Hopefully, you don't freeze when talking about this. Um, I'm frozen already. I I can hear you though, so that's you're not that frozen. Oh, cool. Um, oh, never mind. That's his Walt joining. Yeah, what what, what Smith what Smitty just said was extremely inaccurate. <sighs> <laughs> right. Uh, thanks for having that shirt on. So I, I, I guess my thought process is look, outside of, I, I think Impact and NXT are fighting for who has the best women's division, period. Right. Like they are going back and forth. Every time you watch a, a women's match, either of these things, it is very good. It, it, it holds up very well. So this is obviously yeah, watched- a match that. This is obviously a match that a lot of people are looking forward to because Candice LeRae and Io Shirai can both go. They both are really good. Um, so, what are your thoughts on this match, uh, Smitty? And what are the, you just you think this could be? Could this be the show stealer? Uh, it could be because NXT Takeover women's matches. There are a lot of times they end up becoming a show stealer unexpectedly. Well, did um, you just flush your toilet? Candice LeRae, yes. Because Smitty was talking. <laughs> so, yeah, NXT women's matches are uh, usually – there are a lot of times they end up becoming the highlights of some of these takeovers, and, and sometimes it's unexpected. But at this point, I think there's going to be high expectations because the women's matches and takeovers have been really good. All right. So, um, uh, and also, this is also – like, I do agree with, with Nick about possibly this being – like, this is also a way to extend – the whole event, like you know how Undisputed Era did the whole prophecy thing, you could do that. What we'll, we'll have, we'll have a Candice array take the belt off of uh, Eo. You can okay. kind of extend this uh, uh, story. Okay. Um. Well, do me a favor. What? Just mute yourself if you're going to be flushing toilets. <laughs> 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 well, sorry. <laughs> Just so I don't get the background, I understand you're cleaning and everything. <laughs> Just <yeah. laughs> I think it's appropriate to have to have a toilet bed over Smitty talking though. When it's He's anything got a about a women's I mean, divi- when it's anything over a women's division, yes. But when okay, it's a women's division, enough. it's the only time he doesn't have inaccuracies. Like okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, so we're actually on the fourth match of the card. Uh, do you have your picks up to where you can talk about uh, the first three matches? I do. What, all right. So, yeah, just give us your Kushida versus Dream picks. 
have Kushida winning by submission, with Kushida getting the most near falls in the match, not going over 15 minutes. All right, Cruiserweight um, Championship? I, I went back and forth on this one. Um, so I'm just going with my gut because I like him. Um, I'm going with, with, with Swerve with the pinfall. Uh, six six area moves, and I don't think it's going to go over ten minutes. Okay. And then um, I have, and then with the North American Championship, I I'm I'm, I'm sticking with uh with Damian Priest pinfall four near falls Gargano gets the first near fall, and time before bow draw like that that's like after after the match start. Yeah, bell to bell. Did he freeze too? there's a joke in here somewhere i am not gonna make it nope <laughs> uh, hey walt's back yeah, hey <laughs> <laughs> it's like you you like everybody froze everybody was frozen there i i don't know if smitty is no, frozen was, or not though that was just you that was just oh. you <laughs> We were fine. We were talking. You were not. <laughs> I was talking. <laughs> to yourself? I was talking. <laughs> not to us. Clearly. <laughs> uh, so what was the time before the bow draw? Um, so I, w- I was just like, just for clarification, um, that's like when a match starts, right? Not when. Yeah. Because... It's between bell to bell. Unless it says okay. any time uh, in a, for pro wrestling scorecards, unless it says any time, it's always bell to bell. So it's like Sasha Banks attacks. If it doesn't say any time, it's does she attack between the bell, bell to bell? Does she, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I just, I went ten minutes for it. Okay. Just because right. I, mean, I, you know, that that's that's such a random guess. Yeah, so. I I went one minute just because I think it's going to start off the match. Okay, so women's okay. championship. I'll lead this one off, and uh, then we'll go Smitty, Z, and Walt, and then Nick. Uh, I actually, man, I, I'm really fucking torn about this one, man. Really fucking torn. Uh, it is a, I currently have Candice LeRae, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Candice LeRae by pin seven aerial moves, 14 minute match time. And there will be more than two moon salts. Uh, Smitty. I also have Candice LeRae by pinfall. Um, six aerial moves, and I have um, I actually do have a thirteen minute match time, and yes, some more of the two moon salts. All right, uh, Z. I got a question about the moon salts because there is no What's clarification. Up? Now, is that moon salts that physically land or just moon salts attempted? Um. That's a good point. That's a good question. I'll, I'll, I'll go say that definitely changes my answer. <laughs> um, I'm going to shoot Daniel a text on that, but go ahead and give everything else. Because, yeah, I just assumed it was like an aerial move where even if it doesn't connect, it still counts. Well, okay, so I'll, I'll do it this way. So I have Candice winning by pinfall with six aerial moves, 14-minute match time. If it's number of landed moonsaults, I have no for more than two. If it's attempted moonsaults, then I have yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Hold on. 
Just what we want to Dead air. Right. Well, <laughs> go ahead and give your picks. All right. So I have. I'm. I'm. I'm going with Candice LeRae as well. Pinfall. I have five area moves. Match time: twelve minutes. And I mean, yeah. Depending on the answer for that, I got. I'm. I'm. Go- I'm going to go with yes to more than two two moon salts. All right. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Uh, and I wait for Daniel to respond. But I'm assuming it's just attempts. Uh, go ahead, Nick. Um, pretty similar here. I've got Candice LeRae with six aerial moves, 12-minute match time. And, yeah, same thing. If it's attempts, then I have yes. If it's, you know, actual moonsaults connecting, you know. But I'm going to stick with yes for now. I, and I think I'm, on, I'm, I'm, in the same, I'm in the same train. Well, obviously, we have always said that our picks here on the show are the fi- finality, uh, depending on when we hear back from Daniel. If he comes back and says it is connected moonsaults, then most of us are switching to no. Um, Smitty, would you switch to no as well? Probably not because Io Shirai has uh, a very moonsaults. Like she has the one she hits from the second rope to the outside. She has her finishing moonsault. She has a springboard moonsault as well. She that she does. And also, so, Candace has a lot of moonsaults. So I guess I'm just sticking with yes either way. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> up next, final match on the card, the NXT Championship match. Uh, Finn Balor defending his NXT title against Undisputed Era's own Kyle O'Reilly. Um, Z, we'll start off with you since you seem to never freeze at all. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, if that's that great if hotel not- Wi-Fi. <laughs> Not even connected because the Wi-Fi here sucks. It's like nice. it's like Smitty's Wi-Fi. Um, all right, he doesn't so have, have any. That's why it sucks. Uh, I do, but I just think I have like three hundred people on it right now. Three hundred people on your Wi-Fi? How many people are you living with, sir? That was an over exaggeration in the number, sir. Again, unless it's actually three hundred people, your Wi-Fi shouldn't suck. Unless you have Let's low see, Wi-Fi know. and, you know, three people on it. But whatever. Your Wi-Fi sucks. Let's move on. Uh, yep. Finn Balor by pinfall. No, no, Eight no, no. Fall. I don't want your picks. I don't want your picks. Talk oh, about the match. Right. Jeez, oh. man. You're not even leading this one off. Smitty is. Okay. Well, sorry. Um, <laughs> Nerd. Th- th- I mean, this is, this is your main event. This is – there's so many matches on here that have the potential to be match of the night. And this is just another one of them. I think in this match, they're really going to showcase Kyle O'Reilly's singles abilities. And I'm, I'm me personally, as a Kyle O'Reilly fan, like I'm really looking forward to seeing how well put together and psychologically sound this match is. And it, it like that, this is one of those matches in wrestling like that make me feel like a kid again because I like both guys and I know how good this match has the potential to be and I want to see what kind of story they tell in the ring. All right. Nick? I, I feel the same way. Uh, this is another match that could steal the show and um, I like the idea of Kyle O'Reilly going on this singles run. Um, yeah, it's just I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's in a good spot. It's going to be a really hot main event. Um, it's too bad that they can't have it in front of, you know, a big crowd. So 
but the fact that they're doing what they're doing with the uh whatever the fuck he called it don't remember the name of it not the performance center anymore capital city wrestling cap there you go capital wrestling center I, i'm interested to see how that's going to play into you know the match and just make it that much hotter because we all know that having that crowd there really helps the match too. So I think it's going to be, you know, definitely a good chance of being the match of the night. Smitty. It's frozen. Walt, do you have any uh, comments or anything on this match, sir? Yes, I do. No, I had to (laughs) unmute myself. I had to unmute myself. I saw, I saw, I saw. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what Kyle Riley can do as a singles competitor. Cause I mean, he's been in the tag forever. So, and Finn Balor is just, you know, he's Finn Balor. He's the third best wrestler in, in, in WWE right now behind Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns. So. <laughs> <laughs> My whole fucking connection just completely went out. <laughs> so he's like, I didn't, I didn't hear you. What did you say? <laughs> the connection's no, gone. It just came. Am I back? Oh no. Yeah, you're you got here. your back. Okay. Back in black. Eh, or, guess can't help that part. The second part. Or dark Heather Gray. Whatever. I said in, not say- as. <laughs> Smitty's frozen again. Did you guys know that if you say Roman Reigns three times, Smitty appears? <laughs> I just said Roman it twice. Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns. <laughs> it didn't work that time. No, no. No, no he still had, he's got a great internet connection. <laughs> no, he's not. He's got gonna, a twitch. You know what? He's got a little twitch going right now. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on Twitch, Breaking Down the Ring, BDR Cast. Uh, WWE does not own us. <laughs> yeah. Say whatever we want. Um, Smitty, are you there yet? And he's gone. Oh, and he's no, now he's sideways. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. Yeah. There. You good, Smitty? Damn it. Did, you, did you connect to the Wi-Fi this time? Say, I've connected to somebody else's Wi-Fi. You're mooching? Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right, talk about this match a little bit, brother, and then give your picks because you're leading this off. And I don't want to wait for you anymore. So um, I got – I do actually – this one match I'm looking forward to. Um, I I like the fact that giving Kyle O'Reilly a singles push, uh, Finn Balor is probably one of the best uh, in the business. And – um. If this is anything like the Thatcher Balor match from the last takeover, we're in for a good one. All right, give your picks, brother. So I have Finn Balor winning by pinfall, nine near falls, a twenty-three minute match time. So I think they're going to give these guys some time to go. Uh, in the UA members ringside, yes. Four more submission rope breaks, yes. And fight after the match, no. All right, uh, Z. I have Win Balor winning by pinfall. Um, eight near falls, twenty-two minute match time. Yes, there will be any member of UE at ringside. I have no for four or more submission rope breaks and no to a fight after the match. All right, uh, Walt. 
All right, so what are we talking about? Uh, making NXT your picks for the NXT Championship, yes. All right, so I got um, I got Finn Balor winning by pinfall. Yes, yes. Sorry, I got people talking to me. Hang on, buddy. All right, bye. I'll be back. All right, so I got Finn Balor winning by pinfall. Five near falls. I got match time at 21 minutes. Um, I don't. I chose no with uh, UE members of ringside. Yes to four more submission rope breaks and no to a fight after the match. All right. Uh, I have Finn Balor by pinfall, five near falls, 23-minute match time. Uh, yes, there will be an uh, Undisputed Era member ringside. No to four more submission rope breaks and no to a fight before or uh, to a fight after the match. Sorry. Uh, Nick. I have Phineas Balor um, by pinfall, six near falls, 24-minute match time, and I have no two UE members being ringside, no to four more rope breaks, and no to a fight. All right. Um, up next is the vignettes. There's uh, been mystery vignettes. Uh they're apparently supposed to appear on NXT TakeOver tonight. Um, so I'm going to start with Z. Tell me who you think it is and why. And it's, this way we're getting your pick out and then why you think it's that person. Even if it's the same person, just tell uh, – you're picking the same person as someone else. Go ahead and uh, say why. So, Z. Uh, yeah, give me one second. I'm just looking up something. <laughs> okay, so I mean, the way the vignette goes, the, you know, you got the guy breaking into the performance center, and then he kind of smashes the championship case, which leads you to speculate that it's a former NXT champion that you know he talks in in the promo about paper champions and you know stuff like that. So it leads you to believe that it was a former champion. But what if it wasn't? What if it's somebody that's like coming to prove themselves, like or that held a different championship, not mm -hmm. just the NXT champion? So going on the theory that it is a former champion looking to make an, a new name for himself, I would have to go with Bo Dallas. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, for real. Like you. Oh, no, I'm, I'm with, I agree with you, Z. He's your youngest champion ever. He got fucked over on the main roster, which would also make him a great leader for retribution, but that's a whole nother discussion. Um, but, but I looking at the list, like I'm like, could it be Big E? Like is Big E going to NXTs and they're going to give him a singles run down there, even though they're kind of pushing him on the main roster. Could it be, I was thinking Sami Zayn, but Sami Zayn just retained his two titles at the last pay-per-view, so that doesn't make sense. So really, in, right now, in, in my head, Bo Dallas is the only one that kind of makes sense as far as what they're trying uh, or what the story they're telling on TV right now with that. So I'm going to go with Bo Dallas. Okay. Uh, Walt, who you got and why? Um, Carmella. Because, oh, wait, no, this is for uh, NXT. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns. Wait, no, no. <laughs> um, I, no, but seriously, uh, Bo Dallas because that's what the internet says. <laughs> All right, I like like one hundred percent. That's why. 
because this is something like if, if we weren't doing this, I wouldn't have even looked it up to try to guess who it was because I like to be surprised by things. Right. So, but because of this, I like went look went on the interwebs there and uh actually looked at the stupid dirt sheets. So yeah, Bo Dallas. All right, uh, Smitty. Uh, so I've I have Bo Dallas as well, and that was uh more so to what Z said. A lot of process of elimination. Like originally, I was thinking of uh, Bobby Roode until I saw Monday night. What happened on Monday night with Bobby Roode returning? Mm-hmm. So then, I'm like, what other NXT champions are still currently active? Like the, the WWE uh, employed by WWE. Uh, and, like Bo Dallas was the only person that kind of made sense because Samoa Joe. They got Samoa Joe's on commentary up on it on um on Raw. Nakamura is the SmackDown tag champion. Uh, Big E's doing whatever he's doing on SmackDown, and he's part of one of the biggest acts on the, on the main roster. It is every NXT champion that's still employed with WWE, or former NXT champion that's employed with WWE. No, nobody else fits the bill except Bo Dallas. Okay, uh, I'm in the exact same boat as the three of you before me. Uh, it's, it just it just makes sense if we're talking about NXT champions coming to re- reclaim. Every other NXT champion is doing something right now, and Bo Dallas coming back could be could be something huge. Uh, so yes, I have Bo Dallas as well. Nick, what you like got? Oh. Bo Dallas, because that's what you guys all said. <laughs> <laughs> Stop listening to the internet, Nick. Jeez. Um. All right. Up next also- is the match card order. Uh, they're doing every match for the NXT one. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Walt, you're going to kick this one off. Match one, match two, match three, match four, and match five. All right, hang on. Let me uh, pull my thing up here. Uh... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> this reason the got dark. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> That was good. <laughs> Smitty said that's why your screen just got dark because you were pulling your thing up. <laughs> so Smitty, 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 Smitty. All right, so I got um, so match one. I got the cruiserweight match. The match two, Kushida and Dream. Match three, women's title. Uh, match four, I went with n- not listed because NA is what- North American. Oh. Yeah, I, I had that same problem. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah, I thought <laughs> it was, like, not available. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what if I just put NA for every match? Do I get them all? <laughs> okay, so... Um, you lose one. Now. So now that I know what NA means, um, <laughs> NA is now match, is a uh, match. I'm going to do, yeah, match four, NA, and then NXT match five. All right. Uh, I have Kushida and Dream kicking it off. Cruiserweight title is match two. North American Championship match three. Women's match match four. And the NXT Championship is match five. Uh, Smitty. I got exactly what you have, Mikey. <laughs> I have the Kushida Dream to start off. The Cruiserweight is match two. The North American is match three. The women is match four. And the NXT is match five. Because they actually hey, kind of put weight on the titles. Yeah, sorry for interrupting. Uh, Nick, there, you have the actual scorecard in front of you, the printed one. Uh, yeah. What is? Do they have any rules for the scoring of this? Because I know Daniel was talking a little bit about it uh, to me, how he might do it. Uh, 
three points each presented okay. by breaking down the ring. Love it. Um, also, Danielle, uh, Dan- Daniel, uh, <laughs> no, Dan- <laughs> Daniel sounds great. Uh, until, until we beat them, he is given the proper respect until we can't respect them. Uh, <laughs> I go, the moonsault question attempted or connected. There's no clarification. Uh, he goes, damn, we'll go with doing a moonsault connecting or not. So yes. Okay. Everyone. Yeah. More than two. Fuck. Yeah. Moonsault after moonsault, bitch. Um, yeah, it's right. all party. Yeah, uh, yeah. MS. All the flippy shit. So, it, it, I guess I I kind of look at this now that you told me that it has uh, brought to you by breaking down the ring. I got to look at this. Um, Z, what are your picks for this? Uh, I got the cruiserweight match kicking it off. I have the women's match uh, going second. I got. Uh, Kushida and Dream, number three. I'm going to go to Narcotics Anonymous for match four. <laughs> and then uh, watch the NXT Championship while I'm detoxing, I guess. All right. Uh, and Nick? <laughs> uh, I've got Kushida in the first match. Uh, the Cruiserweight Championship, the North American Championship, the Women's Championship, and the NXT Championship. All right. So those are our picks. Walt, we'll kick it off with you, and then you can sign off since you're driving, I know. Hey. Everybody what? hit save right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny I think we're all doing it right now. Saved. Um, well, <laughs> what, are your, what are your hopes for what this can, the NXT TakeOver 31 is going to be on a scale of 1 to 10? But what are your expectations for what it's going to be on a scale of the same scale? I wonder if he can, can't unmute. All right, Smitty, we're going to start with you then. Seeing as you have are mooching Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, I don't think that Wi-Fi is any better. Right. Well, uh, no, he's moving. Okay, no. He's just not talking. Ah, just, um, I'll just notice that it said Nick left. <laughs> that doesn't well, change the fact that we're waiting for you to answer. Okay, so, bro. so what am so what am I expecting from this? I'm expecting an actual really good takeover. It's one of the best cars that we've seen on takeover for a while. So um, even though I'll probably be working through this, but it, I don't know I'm why you'd be working. Watch. Don't forget, I work two jobs. I have my other job tonight. Ew. So yeah, but don't, don't forget to pay. Don't forget to pay shenanigans their share of your pay from the other place. Yeah, bro, you owe me money. <laughs> you don't owe me. <laughs> no, no, I do not. Turns out, you owe me turns money. out that <laughs> I just said you actually, owe me money. <laughs> actually, in the very small print of your BDR contract, we do actually owe you. <laughs> <laughs> you only say that now because Walt's here. <laughs> no. But, um, <laughs> as I was saying, <laughs> this is probably one of the best, this is probably one of the best uh, cards that we've seen on the takeover for a while. So I actually do, for the first time in a long time, I have high expectations for, for the NXT card. So you said expecting what number? Huh? So I have what high expectations. Ex- I know, but you said. But so, what are you expecting at a number wise? I'm expecting mm-hmm. at least an eight point five nine out of ten on this card. Okay. Is that your hope as well? Yes. Okay. Uh, Nick, what are your expectations, and what's your what is your hope, and what's your expectations? My hope is for a ten. 
Okay. Um, it's I can't remember the last time that it's been any pay per view where it's nothing but singles matches. I'll be in. There's only five matches, um, but all of these wrestlers have the potential to put on some of the you know every match we've talked about. Somebody has said this has the potential to be the best match of the night. So I'm hoping for a ten. I'm expecting about an eight and a half. All right, Z. Um. Okay. So the last takeover was the worst takeover of thirty of them. Thirty and number thirty was by far the worst. Still not a bad show, but uh, you know NXT's always been at a higher level. I, in my opinion, when it comes to their big shows, and that one was I, I wasn't into it. I'm really into this one. It has a lot of potential, and I think they're going to try and make up for their lackluster pay per view showing at the last takeover. So I'm expecting a ten, and um, I want a ten. Like I, I want to okay. see. I, I mean, if anything, maybe a, a nine point five is what I'm expecting. But NXT normally delivers, and they do it consistently. So I have high <clears> hopes, <throat> and I have a feeling they'll give me what I want. Give me what I want. <laughs> what you really, really want? <laughs> you oh, Walt's Batista back. the Spice Girls, huh? All right, uh, Walt. So we're going to ask you, uh, what are you hoping for out of this NXT? What are you hoping they give? What, what are you at least expecting? Uh, on a number scale, out of 1 to 10, what, would you ra- what are you hoping it rates, but what are you expecting it to rate? What? I don't think you're connected. I don't think you're connected to your Bluetooth, bro. I hear you. I, we hear you, but we can't. Hear, I mean, we know, we know you hear us. We just can't barely hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Yeah. Verizon is good. Right. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So I'm expecting an eight, and and I want an eight. So, yeah, I I, I expect them to deliver, and they should. So I I have high hopes for NXT. Well, can I change my hope? I hope that <laughs> NXT brings media. Oh, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Trump wasn't able to change his hope. So, okay, his hope <laughs> fucked him over. Your hope's fucking you over, too. You can't say, I hope yet. that uh, – <laughs> it, it, was, it was more so say, I hope that NXT TakeOver 31 brings BDR a huge win. <laughs> That's a good hope. That's a good hope. Way better than Hope Hicks. <laughs> um. Yeah, come on. Konik 19, all up in that Trump ass. Um, (laughs) My hope for NXT TakeOver 31 is that they give us a 7. I hope for a 7. I know that's lower than anything else, but the problem is there are such high expectations that I'm hoping I'm not under – they don't under-deliver so much to where I'm like, oh, that was meh. So I'm hoping I at least get a seven. I'm expecting a nine. I'm expecting this fucking pay-per-view to be damn near perfect. So I'm expecting a nine. Final thing we'll discuss, and then we're signing off. uh, And we'll start off with Walt. Did Clash of Champions live up to your expectations and your hopes and expectations of what you thought it would be? Or did it fall a little short? No, because I changed my fucking pick from Randy Orton. God damn it. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> told you. Son of a right. bitch. So <laughs> didn't live up to your hopes. And James, no, right. um, yeah. No, I mean o- overall class of champions, I thought it was I thought it was a, I thought it was a good show. I enjoyed it. 
um, because I mean the ambulance match was was entertaining. I mean it 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 was it was a little little cheesy with all the legends popping up everywhere, but you know it's but you know it, they're they're building the story going forward here, and they're and they're, and they're clearly so still, still going to go with uh, Orton and McIntyre for for at least one, one more go, one more go here. So I. I, I enjoy I enjoyed that match. I I love the Roman Reigns uh, Jey Uso match, not just because I'm a, I'm a Reigns mark, but because that match told an unbelievable story, and it was just a real uh, just bringing out Jimmy, having Jimmy limp out there and uh and throwing in the towel and everything like that. That that to me sold the pay just sold the whole pay per view and uh and and made me very happy with with where they're going with it. So but and. And then you have the um, the 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 Oscar match, which I was which thoroughly one? surprised at. The, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Her first one against okay. Zelina Vega, where I, I I think everybody just assumed it would be a squash, but they they let Zelina Vega like actually get some offense and compete, you know, in that match, and it wasn't just a, a an Oscar squash match, which and which was real, which was really good. And then the whole thing with Bailey and Oscar and, and Sasha Banks coming out and everything, like so I. I enjoyed it. Um, I, the the only match where I'm where I was kind of like eh, with was a Street Profits match, just because of how it ended. Injuries change things uh, a lot. Like the, yeah. like the, the ending, it's kind of like eh, and and like and I could just tell the Street Profits their their reaction was like they weren't happy. It, it was like they were forcing themselves to be like, "Yay, we won!" and all like they were forcing themselves to do that. So like. That kind of took a little bit away from it for me, but other than that, man, I thought I thought it was an excellent pay per view. I enjoyed it. All right, Z. Um, I really enjoyed the pay per view as well. I really liked the Rocky Four finish of the Roman Reigns match. That was good. Um, the only throw the damn towel. Yeah, well, no, where like they even did the head hold and everything. Like it, it's they did a side by side meme and it matches up really well. Um, but. The only real problem I had with the pay-per-view was the legends involved involvement in their in Randy and Drew's match because it made Drew look like he couldn't win that match on his own. And that's not like you're are you freezing or are you mocking you Smitty? Clearly, you have plans for him. You're keeping the championship on him, but you put the, you've kept it on him in the weakest way possible. Me? No. My screen looks just fine. <laughs> no, dude. You were going slow. <laughs> Welcome to my I thought, world. I thought you were mocking Smitty until I realized you kept going slow. And then it was like somebody released the pinch and you just. <laughs> 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 That was better than all the Smitty ones. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All right. Uh, oh. We got to hurry up, though, because uh, we're a little bit over. Uh, Nick, hopes and uh, expectations. I think, yes? I think it slightly exceeded my expectations because of the right. fact the ladder match was really great. I love the storytelling in that, hooking that handcuff to his earlobe. Uh, the Roman Reigns ending, that whole match was fantastic with the storytelling. I can't see. I can't wait to see where they go with that. Smitty, fifteen seconds. What'd you think? No comment. I clicked noted it because I was working and never got around to actually watching it because I already did. Oh results. my god! Perfect. Oh, That's dude, exactly they, what we wanted. The, Ladies the and gentlemen, through the earlobe, genius. 
Oh, yes. so good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for paying attention. We really appreciate it. Head to BreakingDownTheRing.com. Get yourself one of our T-shirts. Support the people. We've got the hoodies. we got everything. It's cuffing season, ladies and gentlemen. You need a new hoodie for your girl to steal, or you need a new hoodie to replace the one your girl's going to steal. Head over to BreakingDownTheRing.com, official merch. Get yourself a Breaking Down The Ring hoodie. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We are your ring crew. Smitty. Konek19. Drug Rug Z. And me, the all Mikey one, Mikey himself. We are out.